Broad Street Run and what needs to happen. I am Dr. Heather Moore, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Tonight we're going to talk about what you do when you have runner's knee. So runner's knee is um, one of those catch-all terms for you're a runner and you have knee pain. It's not really a specific diagnosis. Sometimes people can have like a quadricep tendonitis and call that runner's knee. That tends to be more of a jumper's knee though. Uh, runner's knee seems to be this catch-all for some knee pain uh, that you have um, when you run. Sometimes it also could be like an IT band tendonitis. We're gonna go through a little bit of the different types of itises, inflammation that you can have um, and what caveats or, or what uh, contains runner's knee or what runner's knee could possibly be. The first thing though that I want to say is if you are experiencing pain in your knee when you run or after you're done running or or something you related your pain to running, uh, the worst thing you can do is to stop running and do nothing. And we see this quite often in this practice unfortunately because we do treat a lot of runners but most often people say I I felt knee pain, and this knee pain could come on during the run, it could be after the run, <clears throat> could come on during the run and go away during the run. Doesn't necessarily matter when that knee pain comes on, but uh, most people will tell us that they had some knee pain. It caused them some concern, enough that they felt that they should stop running for two weeks. And um, when they went back, it felt great. And then a month later, two weeks later, two days later, it got worse and it hasn't subsided. So many times this cycle can happen three, four, five, six times where the runner will go back, knee pain will occur again, they'll take two weeks off, oh, it feels great, now all of a sudden you can only run you know, five miles or whatever. So this cycle that you'll get on with this runner's knee, if all you do is rest, is, is not gonna help. Now if you rest and you take anti-inflammatories, same thing. You're not gonna fix anything. You're not solving any problems. So you're asking for it to come back. You will not be able to run. This is gonna be one of those things where, um, you know, you might go to the doctor and they're gonna say, you can't run anymore because you're not doing anything to fix the problem. Runner's knee is completely fixable. If it's truly a non-structural issue in terms of it's not a meniscus tear, it's not an ACL tear, um, you know, it's not um, osteoporosis or it's not arthritis in your knee that's so severe that you can't run. If it's just true runner's knee where there's some muscle imbalances or some uh, inflammation somewhere, completely fixable, but it is not going to be fixed by stopping running and taking Advil and maybe throwing a little ice in there. But usually people don't have time for ice, so they just pop some sort of drug, um, whether it be steroids, anti-inflammatories, whatever they have, then they do their rest and then all of a sudden they go back two weeks later, feels great, and then we're on this vicious cycle. So if you are that person or you're in that cycle, you need to stop that right now because it is not going to get any better. It's just going to continue to get worse. So stopping running is generally not the answer. A lot of times when we actually treat patients, it's very rare that we actually tell patients to stop running. Um, as part of their treatment, we usually try and keep them running as long as we possibly can. If, if, uh, if it's possible, we don't ever have them stop running. Maybe cut back from areas of mileage a little bit, but that's not you know usually the case. We, we usually have people that continue to run throughout their treatment here. So 
please know that if you have runner's knee and you're just sitting there and you're like, I'm just taking time off while running, it's not going to do anything. You might as well just be running um, if you're not getting it treated while you're sitting there or you're not doing anything to treat it. So what we're going to talk about today is a couple things that cause runner's knee and what we can do to fix that. So runner's knee, as I said, is a garbage can term, just really pain in the knee. So you got a couple things that happen at the knee. You have your IT band that comes down. Um, and you can have IT band tendonitis. That's pain on the outside of the knee, usually. Um, and especially if you put your finger like right there, you're gonna be like, ow, that really hurts. That's a, an indication of IT band tendonitis. Usually it's not just that thing. You might have quadriceps tendonitis in addition, which is pain a little bit below the knee. You could also have a hamstring strain or a hamstring trigger point in the back of your knee. And a lot of times in this little crevice where, you're, where you bend your knee, um, you might have that issue right in there. So uh, one, all of those things, it may just be sore. It may just be tired from running. So it could just be some muscle imbalances going on at the hip that you aren't aware of and that is causing extra strain on the knee. So those are some of the, uh, the causes that can feed into that generic runner's knee. It could be all of those things. It could be none of those things. It could be something completely different. But uh, a runner's knee does encompass a lot of that sometimes. So what do you need to do? Well, usually muscle imbalances cause runner's knee. And it just means that you have weak hips, weak core, and trigger points throughout your leg. So and how far down those trigger points go? Do they go to the gastroc? Who knows? Um, could also be some type of foot over pronation or too high of an arch. There's a lot of things that feed into that knee pain because the knee is the hub. The foot hits the ground, it goes up to the knee, the hip, all these muscles come down and attach at the knee. So a lot of times it's really difficult for um, an assessment of exactly one problem going on because there's a lot of things going on. But most often runner's knee is doing nothing more than a muscle imbalance, generally starting somewhere up in the hip, the back area, going all the way down through the IT band, the hamstring, going into the quad, and then the gastroc. So depending on how long you've ignored this and how far you are in the cycle will depend on how many muscles are affected. So how do you treat a muscle imbalance and what do you do to treat runner's knee? Well, first you should be icing it. If you do have pain in your knee, that's one of the first things you wanna do. 15 minutes, tw once, twice a day to help that inflammation. And the second thing you wanna do is you wanna have a foam roller and you want to use one with spikes and it's going to hurt a lot. Um, but it's something that you're going to have to do. That's if you get on this and you're like, I can barely tolerate this. That is why your knee is hurting. It has really nothing to do with what's going on at your knee. It has everything to do with going on up at the top of your hip. So I'm going to show you a couple of quick exercises to do on the foam roller. We have other videos on our YouTube site that'll actually show you how to roll the entire leg and the upper body and things like that. So take a look at those. These are just a couple quick ones that we're going to, I'm going to show you. Once you get the knots out, you're gonna really worry more about strengthening. And I'm only gonna kind of, I'm not gonna go through a lot of strengthening, but you're gonna look at planks and side planks and reverse planks to really help you out just in the beginning stages of starting to re-strengthen what needs to be strengthened. So unfortunately, running is not is just lacing up and running. Uh, that's when you get yourself into trouble. You do have to do some sort of cross training. Not a lot. You don't have to throw weight on your back and consider that cross training. You know, a lot of it's just simple core work, things like that. So let me show you a couple things with the foam roller that we're going to do. The first one is just going to be a um, piriformis. So you're just going to sit on it, cross your ankle over your knee, lean towards the side that's crossed, and then just go back and forth. You want to go all the way from your 
uh, top of your glutes, kind of your low back area, down to the bottom of your glutes. All right, if you find a tender spot, and if you are sitting on a roller or you have a spike roller, you know exactly what I mean by a tender spot. You'll know when you hit one. You just wanna hold on to hold that there for a couple seconds and then move on. You may feel a ton of tender spots and that's okay. Don't try and get them all out at once. Just work through. You wanna spend just a minute or two on your piriformis. Then you can go to your hamstring, all right? And your hamstring, especially this is where spike comes in because it's really hard on a flat roller to get into your hamstring. So you just wanna go all the way down and then you're gonna go down to the back of your knee, okay? So all the way up to the bottom of your glutes, to the back of the knee. Now a lot of times people won't feel this, so you can cross one leg over the other and really get into that hamstring. All right, and then the final exercise on the foam roller that you need to be doing, and this is usually the most painful and the one people avoid the most, and one reason that most foam rollers are in a closet somewhere, is you're going to cross your top leg over the top, bottom leg, and you're gonna hit your IT band. So your IT band is all along the side here, and you're just gonna walk forward, okay? on that IT band. Oh, there's a good spot. Um, what you wanna not do is roll off, okay? That's a really common thing to do when you're trying to roll the IT band is roll backwards. You wanna be right on that IT band. It's gonna hurt. Push up onto your hands and push up onto your leg to take the pressure off of that band. Eventually, when you're good, you can stack your legs, but that's not gonna happen right away. So, when you're feeling that knee pain, especially if it just came on and you're not in this vicious cycle of I'm gonna take two weeks off and hop to Advil and whatever, a lot of times if you just invest in foam rolling and you get a good roller and you get one with spikes and you spend about 10 to 20 minutes on it every day, combination with some ice and then some um, core strengthening, you can really actually eliminate that runner's knee uh, on, on your 